All right, thank you everybody for tuning in today. Please allow me to introduce you my next guest. He is born in New York, raised in Miami. He's a self-made business mobile. He exemplifies transformation from an entrepreneur to a, to a leader. You talk about a story from rags to riches. Wow, he and his wife, Sophia, have built an incredible empire, but that wasn't always the case. Please allow me to introduce you guys, Bobby Castro. How's it going, Bobby? Thank you, Warrior. Thank you, dude. Thank you for having me and uh, great pleasure. And, um, you know, when, when people ask for some podcasts here and there, I, I always go off of how, how they presented themselves. Were they just kind to my staff? Nice. And uh, it goes a long way. So I do appreciate the time and the invite. Oh, man, it's an absolute honor. And I want to jump right into it. One of the main things that I was actually, you know, when, when I first came across who, who you were, I want to say in your in your first stint on Instagram, right, or the social media movement that you did, you always talk about bringing it each and every day. And it's it's and I want to get into that idea because bringing it each and every day is nice when you have three hundred three hundred million dollars in your bank account. But that wasn't always the case for you. There was a point in time where you and Sophia did not have that. Can you talk us back into what it was early on in business for you? Absolutely. And that's just an outstanding question. And I think the way you just put it, Warner, out of all the podcasts I've done and and, and different things, you're the first one that asked that question. And right. that would have been my question if I was interviewing another Bobby. And Sophie and I, and and, and my wife is um, Cuban, uh, met her in Miami, and we've been together for 31 years, married oh, for nice. 30 years. We have two amazing, healthy children. We have grandchildren. Um, and we're just so blessed. And Sophie and I, I mean, she was only 18 years old. And, you know, Priscilla will be 30 years old. And we both come from good families, just like I'm sure you and, yeah. and a lot of your viewers. Awesome families, but always struggling, yeah. always um, in the situation of just surviving and maintaining. And you don't know any better. You know, you just don't know you're broke. Right. And um, when Sophie and I got together, man, we wanted something like we all do. Yeah. Man, I want this for my children. I want to get them this, that. We all have that motivation. And I was one at a very young age. I was very impatient. I used to try to fast track everything. I left school at ninth grade. My my mother was a waitress uh, in her practically her entire life, three yeah. full time jobs being a waitress, and I seen that struggle. It bothered me because I think my father, who passed at ninety four years old, they were still married when he passed. My mom lived on the couch; he lived uh, in in his room, and they didn't really get along. They just stayed together for us. And I see my dad very passive, and it used to bother me a little bit, saying. You know, because he had me when he was 50. My mother right. was 27. He has 15 children, my dad. <laughs> and so there's a lot of a lot of sauce there, a lot of drama. Yeah. And I used to see that. And it bothered me because my dad retired at 62 when I was only 12 years old. And you get a Social Security check for like four, $600 back then. Yeah. And I couldn't comprehend it because we were so broke, Warner, mm. that I, I said, I don't understand. Mom is working three jobs. And, you know, so anyways... I met my beautiful wife and we went on this journey together without understanding what journey that was. Yeah. And, you know, with all the success that she and I have created together for 31 years, it wasn't just me. It was definitely Sophie and I. Yeah. We just kept starting over, starting over, starting over. And I built a habit of always starting over and being disappointed. 
Hmm. I got to the point when things years later started doing, I was doing good for myself. We were doing good for our, ourselves. We always stay paranoid that, oh my gosh, it's coming. Yeah. It, 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 it's coming. Hang on. I know it's too good to be true. <laughs> Sun's coming. Yeah. I, I know we're going to get disappointed. And it never left me. Mm. I'm always paranoid. I wake up at 5.15 to 5.20 a.m. every morning without alarm clock. And I literally work on myself for two hours. As you can see, I'm already lifting my energy yeah. <laughs> because it's all day and every day with me. Yeah. No one is going to take away what I have built, me and Sophie, to this part because of my mistakes. What can I do better today, Bobby? Mm. What did you do wrong yesterday? What are you not paying attention to? Because I'm scared to be taken away from. Yeah. And I have all these advisors. I have these family offices. Oh, Bobby, you have enough for a lifetime. Plus, you're great. No, 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 no. I don't. It's not enough. Yeah. There, there, something is wrong. So I guess it's a habit of always starting over. And I'm working on that. Yeah. I'm definitely trying to outgrow that. No, that's that's neat. I want to. I just I spoke with someone yesterday, uh, professional, well, retired athlete. You know, played at the highest level. Um, but the the competition. In him, it never turns off. It's just like, yep. boom, it just turns on. And you talk about this this fear or this paranoia that you're working on, but that's just always on, but it triggers you. It triggers who is Bobby, that energy. And I, I, I want to talk about that because you talked about, and previously you said you didn't know, you and Sophia did not know you guys were poor. And I, that's something I can relate. I didn't know I grew up poor. I just knew I grew yeah. up. Like, I just thought that was the norm. Was that paranoia there from a childhood or did that begin in just business? Well, you know what? Believe it or not, Warner, I, I didn't speak until I was nearly seven years old. Yeah. I am. I was an introvert and I am an introvert when it doesn't involve business. I'm pretty much a loner. I, I do a lot of reading. I wasn't good in school. Again, I left that ninth grade in junior high back then. And I just see my mother struggle so much. And I think looking back and trying to be mindful and I reflect, I think my dad, when he retired, man, I, 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 I as you get older, you start realizing, okay, we don't have, we, we are kind of struggling because they used to pick up the rent center furniture for my mother. Right. We had, we were so broke. We couldn't own furniture. We had no credit. We matter of fact, we have bad credit. And my mom used to rent a dining room table, a bed and, I think because I saw my dad not bothered by it as I got older, 12, 13 years old, I started saying, man, there's something wrong here. And it bothered me. Not my father. I, he was a great father. Yeah. Um, but something triggered where I just didn't want to live like that because he had a lot of uh, awesome people in his life. These ladies, these wives who he had children with. He met my mother when she was 27. He was 50. Yeah. There's a lot of drama with a big Latino family, Jewish <laughs> and Irish family, yeah. as you can imagine. So, um, I, it was a lot of chaos. Yeah, no, that's, that's, it's, it's, uh, you know, you, you hear this on Instagram, you see this a lot on Instagram, right? Where there's no pressure, there's no diamond, but you're the true, I would say you and your wife and what you've built in your family, it's the true diamond of living under that pressure. Now, you know, you said you, you education stopped at ninth grade. Um, what was that journey for you from where you were then in ninth grade education? to finding yourself owning your own business. How did that journey come about? Were there any mentors in your life at that point? There was no mentors. The, the only thing I can remember is my mother always telling me, Bobby, you, you could be whatever you want. And when I told mm -hmm. her I wanted to leave at the ninth grade back then, Warner, that was junior high. Today it's high school. Yeah. When I, when I told my mom that she's not even a second, dude, she says, go for it. Yeah. 
did no pushback. I went forward, did all odd ends jobs. I got my first ha-ha moment. My mother got me the job at Squally's on Red Road in Miami in Hialeah. Yeah. She was a waitress there. And I started getting the hospitality takeout. And I saw my mom growing up um, waiting on people, giving them the best experience, the best service, mm. with, with hoping and praying that they will give her an 18% gratuity because she did a good job. Right. Today, they automatically put 20% on and and you sign it. Yeah. Back then, it wasn't like that. Yeah. And I saw my mom constantly giving value, and that's where I get these people skills from. Thank you. Good morning. And always being kind to everyone. So I, my first ha-ha moment was that job at Basquale's. She took me to Payless. I got my first pair of shoes. Yeah. Took me to Kmart for my slacks and shirt. And it was on. As soon as I got my first check and I got my first tip, a dollar, 50 cents, whatever it was, it stimulated me, man. It, yeah. it, it's like, my gosh, I got paid for value. And of course, later on, I put it all together. Value, people skills, non-refundable minutes, right. having a positive attitude. When you're a hospitality worker, you got to smile even when you don't want to smile, when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> yeah. I work on myself saying today it's all on the line. If yeah. I do not give it today, everything, they're going to take everything. Yeah. My grandkids won't have a legacy. All that stuff we worked on can go away if I'm not on my game today. Mm. And I truly believe that. Yeah. No, man, that's man. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, this should be in a mastermind. I should be paying you for today. <laughs> I, I love the, I love that you said that it's, it's an everyday thing. It's an everyday, you know, the, the way the way I perceive it is every day I'm going to war with myself and I got to win. Otherwise, there goes my legacy. Now, obviously, you know, building that that's it's a it's it's yes, it is personal development. But the beauty about what you've built is that you've built it with someone. Now, is that something that both you and Sophia work on together? Constant feedback. How is that building that empire as a as as husband and wife? You know, it, it's magical. First of all, I, I, I and, and I say this. I know it sounds corny to most. Dude, I got goosebumps, man. Relationship, man. We fertilize our marriage yeah. over and over and over. Um, in the beginning, I was on this journey that I wanted to be rich, and I was like every other kid, man. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna have that. Have all these these motivations in life. Sophie was a little less than that. Hmm. And talk about environments. After a few years of me just dream building and she supported me, yeah, go ahead and do it. And and I was falling on my face because she, she, she looking back, she should have said, no, Bobby, don't do that. That's the yeah. stupidest thing you can do um, or, or whatever. And it's just, we started growing together, bending together. In the beginning, I'm not going to be shy about it. Yeah. We were very young, man. We, we had a child, not on purpose, by mistake, uh, Sophia. It was so intense. This is the first time I'm, I'm, I'm saying this. I don't know if I said it before. I don't think I have. She went to the abortion center with our daughter, Priscilla. I dropped her mm -hmm. off. I was totally against it. It was intense. And uh, we were both crying. And there was a beautiful person, man. Check this story out. Wow. There was a young lady behind the desk. This is Sophie telling me the story. And she saw Sophie just hysterical, emotional, a young child. And she told Sophie, there's always a tomorrow. Wow. You can think about this. We don't know who that person is. Sophie, Sophie contacts me on the beeper. Back then, you only have yeah. beepers and she, from the medical office. She picked me up, and she told me what this lady told her, a young girl, whatever it is, and shows you how you can touch people's hearts, have an impact. And I'm hoping somehow, some way, some yeah. energy went back to this lady. And from there, man, we started saying, 
and start gluing this thing together without wow. knowing we were yeah. doing it. It just becomes habit. And yeah. habit is very powerful. You can get on heroin. You can get on crack. You mm. can get on life. You can get on this moment, momentum of building legacy generational wealth. Yeah. We all have this DNA that we have to be addicted to something. Mm. I choose to be addicted of building a better life, growing to a better version of myself today, better than yesterday. Yeah. No, man. You, I, I can definitely. That's a powerful story, and 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 I'll, I'll share. I'll share my two cents on to why. Before I was born, my mother didn't know this, but she actually walked into an abortion clinic, and because thank God she didn't know English, so she didn't know English, and she she's like, um, I don't want to okay moving forward without my husband being present. So like I can imagine like the beautiful being that your that you know that your daughter is today, right? Like the decision that was impacted. Um, X amount of years ago. And, I, and you talk about, you know, building these habits, right? You got to get into success leaves clues. And one of the biggest clues is the habits that the um, that successful people leave. You already mentioned some of them. You know, it's just, you know, you wake up at five without alarm and you're working on yourself and this high energy and bringing the absolute best that you learn from your mom. Can you talk to us about other habits that you have in your life and how they implement and how they 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 they're they're in correlation with your progression? business? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like anybody, or like most, I should say, we had nothing, man. We didn't have a penny or a nickel or a window to throw it out of. I realized the only thing I had is I used to just cut myself so short, always jump into one job to the next job. I was yeah. bouncing around in life, blaming everything, and nothing's working out. I came to a conclusion that the problem was me. Mm. You want everything now. You don't want to work for it. You want to do all this stuff. I started creating a habit of being so hard on myself yeah. that I'm not doing enough. It, it, it has gotten to the point where I make it mandatory that I need to grow by 20% every year. That means my, my, my financial net worth, my holdings, my marriage, fatherhood, being a grandfather, being good to people because I had no, I had nothing. The only thing I had yeah. to do was change my attitude. And guess what I did? I started networking, networking to boring chamber of commerce. I started joining multi-level marketing companies. I was looking for anything, everything. Yeah. And when these multi-level marketings, I went to Amway. I went to all, I was bouncing around just like everybody. I started liking it. Not so much about the business model because I totally yeah. failed. The vibe I was around, everybody mm. else was looking for the same thing I was looking and yeah. we were all nice to each other, just like almost in church. I'm not, yeah. I, I, I don't go to church. I don't know what I am, but when you, the times I did go to church, everyone's having coffee. Everyone's being polite, <laughs> yeah. nice. It's how can you not like this guy? Yeah. And when you're like, they want to do business with you. And I started getting opportunities, Bobby, you know, you seem like you're a great kid, man. Why don't you try this? Or let me introduce you to this person. So we all have human capital. It's yeah. priceless. And yeah. a lot of people say, Bobby, I don't have the 300. I didn't have it either, man. Yeah. I'm telling you how I got it. It starts from here. We're all broke. You start at the stage. Improve yourself. Get yourself completely right. Even if you have a million dollars to invest yeah. or to go into business, don't do it. Work on yourself. Make sure you're nice and tight, that you're prepared. Because guess what? This saying's been around forever, Warner. Yeah. Warner. When, prep, when opportunity yeah. meets preparation, Mm. magic happens yeah. and the only way it, we us we got to prepare ourselves so when that opportunity comes which is everywhere i get i'm exposed to so much opportunity not because of 
our status. Yeah. My attitude, I see it everywhere. Yeah. I'm like a freaking magnet with this stuff. And it's like yeah. good, good economy, bad economies. I, I, I'm, I'm attacking, I'm stacking and racking. I love that, man. And you got attack in the background too. And they just like, it's yeah, something- this is my, you know, attack. I've had it for years. Yeah. Silverback is that company that we exited and we sold for a billion dollars, man. You know, that all these, these, these silly things that people may think it's corny PMA all day, every yeah. day, stack and rack attack. They're all trademarked. Not because we make money from it, not because they're so close to our heart yeah. because it made us a fortune. I'm instilling that same DNA to my children and now my grandchildren, man. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Congratulations on your grandchildren, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. One of the things I've noticed with your language, and it's not something it's something that it's giving me goosebumps today, but it always has with you. And it's 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 your conversations are your affirmations. Yeah. Like like and, and it's something where it's actually where stay in the big stemmed from. It was an affirmation when I was living out of my car. It was just like, dude, stay in the big, stay in the big. And it just, it evolved into, it's in my everyday language. Can you talk about how that, your everyday language affects your everyday mindset? It's your vibe, man. I, I call it vibration. Um, the vibe you give off is who you are. Because what happens is a lot of us can fake it. Yeah. It'll get you so far like it did for the old Bobby. Yeah. I used to fake it, doing shortcuts, doing the tricks, doing the cheating, doing all that stuff. It was always a disaster, 100% <laughs> guaranteed a disaster. Yeah. Until I got real with myself, I started knowing myself. And what happened with me, dude, I gave up on recognizing my weaknesses because I have a lot. Yeah. But you know what? I, didn't, I don't pay attention to them. Mm. I pay attention to the few strengths I have, and I fuel it. I feel yeah. it because of weaknesses, it'll take us a lifetime to fully correct because we're just human. Yeah. We all have weaknesses, but guess what? We all have strengths. So all I did, I don't, I became a good reader. I was hard a reader, not good in school. You got to repeat a few t times, even today yeah. for me to understand it. But I, I, I just fueled my strengths and my strengths. I found out through my core values. Yeah being kind to others. Mm. You never get a no from customers. So when I got into sales, Warner, I, I was good at it. Yeah. Only because I, I went back to my mom's days, get value, get 18% gratuity, get value, yeah. get the most extreme value yeah. that this person is going to want to do business with you and it becomes sticky. And when you, you become sticky with your customers, one day you can sell your business for a billion dollars like I did yeah. because they want to do more business with you. It's an evergreen. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. One, one thing uh, my mentor taught me was EPR, edify, praise, and recognize. Yeah. Edify, praise, and recognize. And it just became such a part of my life where it's just like, it's just like the more I do it to others, it's, I, I, I always had this rule. My dad taught me early on, you never lie. Never lie. It takes yeah. too much time, too much energy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to lie. It is. But the biggest do not lie moment was when I stopped lying to myself. And you talked about this is coming to this realization where, dude, I was shortcutting because I was so good. Like you just said, right? You were shortcutting because you were so good, but it just became a disaster. Yep. Now, now that's, that's a massive part of that is accountability, right? Yep. How do you work on accountability and how does that look like today? So the accountability is it's so awesome because this is from short term thinking like the old body. Yeah. And then when you start thinking about long-term thinking, most, based on my experience, yeah. don't want to deal with it because it's too long. They think five years is too long. So I used to trick myself. 
I used to say 60 months. Yeah. Instead of three years, 36 months, because it just sounds better to me. And the accountability, every time I made big mistakes, I was not accountable. But then the magic happened. When I made big mistakes again, when I started yeah. learning without even knowing I was learning, because I was frustrated, I said, yeah. nothing's working. I don't repeat my big mistakes. Those are the those were in my life the most profitable investments, wow. profitable efforts, pro, most profitable bad decisions. Because if yeah. I never made those big mistakes, I would never be accountable for the mistake. Yeah. And to be accountable to just continue on but do it better. Every morning when I mention to you, I look at my accountability chart. Yeah. What can I because when we take a shower? All of us independently, we're thinking about a hundred thousand things. <laughs> yeah. When we wake up in the morning, nine out of ten people, I believe, wake up with problems. Oh my mm. gosh, worries, anxiety. My goal is I wake up, I pop out of bed yeah. because I can't wait to fix what I didn't do yesterday. Wow. That is my problem. Yeah. What can I have done better? I don't I don't wake up feeling stuck, man. I feel yeah. like a, life is a value add, Warner, and yeah. in real estate. You buy something, you add value to it, it increases in valuation. Yeah. There's no different than us as humans. If we get, give value to us, we yeah. appreciate in life. That is the freaking problem with so many people. They're stuck yeah. and they can't get out of it because they're just these, these the small habits, not the big habits. So every time I used to start the big habits changing, I revert it back. Yeah. It's the small ones. It takes some time. It's not going to happen overnight. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Brick, best way to build a house, right? Brick by brick. That's right, yeah, man. Absolutely, man. Um, you know, and I, I want to end with this. I want to be very mindful of your time. And, and also at the same time, you know, thank you again for this opportunity. We, we, you talked about legacy early. And I think there's one thing, if there's one thing I've learned from my father, legacy isn't there for you to see. Legacy is there for those that come after you. Love it. And, 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 and it, ah, it just, it just, it just gets me, you know, cause it's, it's my father's a big driving force in my life as, as your family has been for your life at, at the end of it all, Bobby Castro, Sophia Castro, what's that legacy that you guys want to leave? Yeah, dude, it, I love it. I love this podcast that I'm on right now with you. And, and, and I'm so grateful because when I'm around people like you, man, I can assure you this, I'm off this screen. I'm attacking. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I, sure. I'm just constantly attacking. So we hired life coaches. So when Sophie and I exited this company, we founded about 18 plus years ago. Yeah. We exited for a billion dollars, no stock, you know, our, our share. We walked out with 233 million. Uh, and we looked at our lives, our families, our awesome families, our moms, dads, yeah. grandfathers, and all that. And going back to what you and I just talked about, we grow up not realizing we're broke. Yeah. Just like my family, my mom and dad didn't realize it. We, they don't realize that the struggle they're in. Right. What Sophie and I want to do and not be selfish, every move we do is not for us. Mm. I'm not one of these dudes that are going to be buying a 200-foot yacht, doing this, do, and, and, and I can most likely do it yeah. for my, until my time comes and live a... Um, whatever type of life that is. Right. I choose, Sophie choose to sacrifice now to do what our family didn't do. Someone has to sacrifice, make these moves, stay consistent, invest, compound. We are on a 100 year plan. We've hired um, individuals to help us with this, firms to help with this. 
Because what we want to do, Warner, in a hundred years from now, dude, this is intense. It's not for most. Yeah. We want someone to say Papa and Mimi. They call me Papa, my grandkids. Oh. They call Sophie Mimi. We want their kids, 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 when they go up and Warner, somebody like you are doing a podcast. Hey, man, how did your family get that name on that bridge? Well, <laughs> there's Papa and there's Mimi. Let me tell you yeah. their story. We want to be man. mentioned a hundred years from now. Yeah because of our efforts now of what we're sacrificing to build for them. Because I believe Warner, when my grandchildren are give or take 30 years old, our granddaughter's going to be five. Our grandson's going to be three. Technology is going to substitute a lot of unfortunate jobs and opportunities for people. Yeah. And I want my grandbabies to have that last ticket off the Island. And it's my job, my duty to do that now for them. And not spend all the freaking money. That's where the stack and rack comes. Yeah. Oh, wow, man. You got me choking up, dude. <laughs> it's uh that, that 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 is that is true transparency. That is yeah. character, that's integrity. When you care about your future, your future. Yeah. Not even the present, man. I'm thinking about my grandchildren's children's. Yeah, for sure. No, that's um <clears throat> that's 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 powerful. That's absolutely because it's it's um and I don't know if that yeah, that, that's a, a big a big part of that is is that vision, right? That that heart of just to keep on going. And um, again, thank you so much for the value you've brought. Thank you so much for the opportunity of this. Um, great to see you. Great to see you back again and looking forward thank to you. staying connected, brother. And blessings to you, to Sophia and to the rest of your family. Thank you, man. And, and again, I really enjoy this. And, um, you know, you're uh, I'm going to just take a picture here because I know my son. <laughs> kill me if I didn't. I'm still getting used to technology, Warner, but I enjoyed this podcast, man, but I enjoyed you. You got good vibes. I appreciate you, brother. Um, like, like I said, looking forward to staying connected. Um, um, I'm going to end this right now.